Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm usually not big on the announcer jinx, Tiki, but I noticed something early in last night's game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks that I think turned out to be... A complete long-term jinx. Okay. So early in the game, the Seattle Seahawks had about a fourth and one and decided to punt. It wasn't really a surprise. The ball was at their own 43-yard line. And when Seattle decided to punt, the great Joe Buck decided to say this. Analytics says this is a go-for-it situation, two yards or less, but that does not factor in Drew Locke. <laughs> it doesn't factor in Drew Locke. Basically, he's throwing shade at Drew Locke. That like, is so cold-blooded. Cold-blooded! Wow. Yeah. And then guess what? About two hours later, in a drive that literally came out of nowhere, when the Seahawks start off at their own eight-yard line with a minute 52 to go and only one timeout because Pete Carroll had misused his clock management and his timeouts earlier, there is not a person alive who thought the Seahawks and Drew Locke we're going to march down the field 92 yards and score a touchdown. And they did. And Drew Locke did it with two incredible throws on third down. <laughs> and to me, it was all set up because Joe Buck was ruthless two hours earlier. You sure? Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I'm... I think it was set up because Matt Patricia was calling defense. Oh, <laughs> Let me explain myself. Go ahead. So throughout this game, I kept looking at the third and long. Every third and long. I was like, man, are they playing man coverage again? Third and long. It was either two man, two high safeties, and man underneath. Or it was like straight up man. One safety and man coverage. Third and six, man. Third and ten, man. Third and ten. So on that last drive, mm. that first completion to DK Metcalf, which went for 34 yards? Yeah, third and ten from their own 37. Third and ten. Guess mm. what they were in? Man. Man coverage. What the hell's that about? So guess what happens when they're down on the 29-yard line? And it's third and ten. Third and ten. Did guess they what, do man again? Guess what coverage they were in? That's stupid. Man coverage on Bradbury. <laughs> Drew Locke even said this after the game. He said he talked or he said he talked to Jackson Smith and Jigba and said, if they throw man coverage on you again, I'm throwing you the football. You know what he also said to him? What's that? If James Bradbury is anywhere near you, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw the ball too because James Bradbury got burned on every completion Everyone. Drew Locke made on that last drive. Every single one. And Drew, James Bradbury was a good giant. He was. Like, I, hell, he was good last year for the Eagles. Well, he blew the Super Bowl. 
But other than that, he was good. For most of the season, he was a good player. James Bradbury's legacy in Philadelphia is dead. Like, it's just over. <laughs> he blew a Super Bowl with a holding penalty. And then yesterday, and we'll see if that game turns in anything because the Eagles can still win the NFC East. Yeah, dude, they're 10 and, they're 10 and 4. I, I guess they're acting like they're dead. Uh, they're not They've dead. lost three in a row, but and, they're 10 and 4. And based on tiebreakers, if they win their games, they win the division. Of course. They're just not going to get right, the number they, one seed. Because the, the Cowboys lost. But still, I mean, the, look, the Eagles, can they figure these things out? Maybe. They feel less dynamic offensively, which is forcing their defense to have to be great, and they're just not. Well, look, to, to your point, last thought on this. Say what you want about Jalen Hurts. Say what you want about the Eagles' offense all fair. When the Seahawks get the ball at the eight-yard line, no, with I didn't a minute 52 that. to go. I didn't believe that. <laughs> you got to stop them. All right, I didn't believe no, that I Drew be- Locke was going to do that. Nobody believed it, but that game, that conclusion is on the Eagle defense. Like, period, stop. 92 yards, a minute 50 to go. You, do, It's not like a field goal does anything. They literally have to score a touchdown, and that's what they did. Yeah. That's on the Eagle defense, and I admit, even though I got my pick wrong last night, I don't give a rat's ass. I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. And look. then, of course, I watched the rest of the Ned Jazz game, and my night went to the crap. <laughs> but the Knicks played defense, at least. Yes, they did. They played very well last night. Jalen Brunson made some big shots down the stretch, and the Knicks beat the Lakers. Congratulations. And more on this tomorrow. But the Nets come back east, and the Knicks come back east, and they come back east to the same location tomorrow night in Brooklyn's Barclays Center, the first Battle of New York City of the year, the Nets, the Knicks. Now, with that, the Nets still in the league. We sort of are. I gave you a few minutes. If Mike Tomlin becomes available, and that is on the table right now, mm-hmm. it's out there, it's possible. The people in Pittsburgh want to see it happen. If he becomes available, what team is better equipped to acquire the services of Mike Tomlin via, mm-hmm. via trade and would appeal to Mike Tomlin based on what they have on their roster more than the New York Jets. Go ahead. You know what? I didn't even think about this. Yeah. Because I didn't have to. Good. The Chicago Bears. Oh, stop it. The Chicago Bears, who own the, they own the Carolina Panthers' number one pick, and they have their own. They're going to finish right around where the Giants are because they're 5-9 and nine right now. And their head coach, Matt Eberflus, is dangerously close to floating in the same category that Robert Sala is. I mean, they've had fourth-quarter leads multiple times this year. I want to say it's three, maybe four fourth quarter leads that they've blown, including last week in a game that they absolutely should have won. And so if you're the Chicago Bears, and I know that Ryan Poles, who is their general manager, is is he's going to make some change. I don't know what exactly the change is, but I'm talking like from staff down through players and everything else. There's change happening mm-hmm. in Chicago this offseason, and they have two first-round picks? That's correct. So – if, if I had to pick one, it would be the Chicago Bears. Right, a couple of things, because that's a very good example you came up with. I admit, you came to the fight, and you came strong. I didn't have to think about it. I no. just knew right off the top the, of my head. The two number ones, huge weapons. Huge. Because huge. they can offer one of them, just like the Jets can and offer one And they keep their own. And hey, they can keep hey, their Mike, own. Mike, we're going to take you, but we're also going to give you a number one pick. And it's another conference, which I would think the Steelers would prefer to send them away to the other conference. Factor that in. Okay. Those are very good points. I'm not going to argue with you because you're right. They can at least match what the Jets have. Yes. But now it's up to Mike. Now, Mike doesn't have a connection to New York City, nor does he have a connection to Chicago. He's from Virginia. Mm -hmm. Virginia kid, coached in Pittsburgh. But I think that the connection, or at least what would appeal to him about the Jets more than Chicago, is Aaron Rodgers. Because in Chicago, sure, you're drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but you also have – you're figuring out what you're doing with Justin Fields. Right. you got to figure out what you're doing with Justin Fields. Maybe he likes him. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Or you're drafting a quarterback. You come here, you got a Hall of Famer. You have a better chance to win. So 
I think the Bears are a great example. I I, I got to give you that. Like, I thought you were going to give me the Chargers. I was going to swat away. <laughs> like, give me a break. He's not going to Southern California. Losers only go there. Well, it's like, the exact situation with the head coach that's still there. Yeah. Not fired yet, but dangerously close. But and there's some interesting things there, but not a lot of great things. And you got two first round draft no, picks. No, the Bears it was are the pick. obvious one. Okay, the Bears are. You know what? I'll give you this. It's a good damn answer. I'm surprised <laughs> and disappointed. Uh, that would be a fight. Yeah, that'd be a fight. And yeah. then it comes down to what does Mike Tomlin want to do? If he wants to take a year off, we're both out of it. If he wants to continue coaching, does he go quick fix with the Jets? I can win right away. Or does he go more long haul in Chicago? But keep an eye on the Steelers. That is the thing in the NFL I'm most intrigued by over the last three weeks of the season. Yeah. Rooting against them so Mike Tomlin <laughs> becomes available. That's my dream. Let's go to Rich and Scranton. What's up, Rich? Hey, guys. How What's we doing? Um, listen, I, I want to get your opinion on this here. And uh, I know, Evan, you're a Jet fan. Tiki, you're not. But look at the situation now. Aaron says he's coming back for long term. Now, say the Jets, they end up with a third pick. And Marvin Harrison Jr. is there mm. uh, in the quarterback. Scratch the quarterback. Do you take Harrison Jr. because he's a once-in-a-lifetime receiver? Or do you pass the pickup, trade it back, and try to get two off? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Of linemen. <sighs> I, you know what? I pro- this this, this uh, draft is full of wide receivers. Full of them. Marvin Harrison is the cream of the crop, obviously. I would trade back and take a lineman and then get another wide, get another one of the wide receivers. That's what I would do. Mm. Um, it's look, it's it's inexact science, obviously, especially when you have potentially all time talent at the top of this draft. Like Bowers is a tight end. He's he's gonna be an all time talent. Marvin Harrison should be. Some people are saying Drake May could be as well. So there's a few that you. I don't want to say they can't miss because everybody's not, nobody's can't miss. But there's a few that man, if you get your hands on them, they're changing your team immediately. I, I'm going to give you a very lame answer, but when you think about it deeper, you'll say, okay, that makes sense. Go ahead. You need to get the player you're most sure of is going to be good. And what I mean by that is, well, that's easy. Of course, you want the best player. No, no, no. 
When you're comparing an offensive lineman versus a wide receiver, obviously, if you're the Jets right now, you can't miss on another offensive line. You can't miss on an offensive lineman, and offensive line is your need. Yeah. But if you're debating amongst linemen that you believe in, but you're not sure of, but you're sure of Marvin Harrison Jr., then take Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you need another impact wide receiver. You also need to get it right. Yeah. Getting it right is more important than being specific about the position. You need to get it right if you're going to use that pick and you're going to select somebody. Because if you're the New York Jets next year, you're trying to win. And that's a part of why I would be ve- I I wouldn't take a quarterback in all likelihood in the first round. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Because I got a quarterback who's telling me he's going to be here for 2 to 3 years. Whether that turns out to be the case or not, I admit, he could get hurt, everything can change. Okay, you'll worry about it then. But for now, he's making that commitment for multiple years. So I'm going to use a top pick on a guy who in a perfect world never plays? No, and, dude, not having the second-round pick means you better get this yeah. one right. It puts even, more pressure even, on Even yeah. more so to what Evan's yes. saying. Yes. you got to get it right without a second pick because now you're waiting for a day, right? right. That's it, your that's guy out of this day. draft now because you're not getting two starters out of it in theory. Unless you trade back. Right. That's the other option. John is in Northport. Hey, John. Johnny. Boys, what's happening? How we doing? All good. What's up? Listen, um... First off, Aaron Rodgers has got everyone in New York feeding out of his hands. Let me tell you, we all at the beginning of the year, uh, I'm, I'm a Steeler, I'm a Steeler Yankee fan, diehard. But you guys, everything he says, everything he says, the media buys into it, the media listens to it. It's like it's like that girl in high school that you had a crush on, and you're like, oh, she said this to me today. Right? <laughs> it's the same thing. John, 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 I'm going to try to explain it to you because you're a Yankee Steeler fan. You are not a geek. You're the big tough guy. You have slept with everybody. You're you're strong, man. You're a good-looking dude. You're a Steeler Yankee fan. You've had it all, okay? That's you. I just complimented you. Now I want you to look over at me. I'm a pipsqueak loser. I'm a loser. I'm a Jet fan. We're the Jets. We've slept with nobody. We're the 40-year-old virgin. So you're damn right if Aaron Rodgers smiles at us. We're getting excited. I, I guess you're right. And Thank Tomlin you. is not coming to New Tomlin is not coming to New York, boy. Uh, you know, we're Why? still thinking. Yeah. I, and look, I, we need we need to change it up in Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but what's the problem? I, Quarterback I, I is the just, problem. Our, 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 our offensive line in the last three weeks is just it's, and we have two great backs. No, no, I get. It. I, well, hold on. As a Steeler fan, do you want Mike Tomlin back as your head coach? That's my question. I do, and I don't. <laughs> you know, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> What, what do you think it, moving on from him is going to do? Hey, John, if you moved on from him, what would it do? I, I, I you know, we, we have the talent, so I guess we'll, we'll be okay. And we have a great organization, and we always find a way. So, yeah. you know what? I, I think we'll, we'll be fine. We're like yeah. the Yankees. We always find a way. Yeah, you yeah. always find a way. Except you haven't won a championship in a decade. Right? So you are similar to the Yankees. It's been a while <laughs> for you guys. But you're the cool kid. I gave you that compliment. Forget what the Steeler fan wants. I always hear kind of the knee-jerk reaction to the idea of Mike Tomlin being available was always, well, they don't fire head coaches. And I know that. They've had three head coaches in about 60 years when you look at Noel and Cower and Tomlin. But all streaks, as impressive as they are, eventually end. So what I would ask you or anybody else is, okay, Mike Tomlin has coached them for 17 years. How do you think it ends? Like, hypothetical. 
Maybe not this year, but how do you think it ends? Hmm. Do you think Mike Tomlin coaches for another 17 years? Do you think he has a 30-year coaching career in Pittsburgh? Do you think he just retires? Do you think he gets fired? Do you think he gets... Like, how do you think it ends? And if you don't think it's going to be a mutual departing or it's not going to be him just retiring as a gray-haired 80-year-old, then there's going to be a breakup. And my question to that is, why not now when he's on a streak of six, seven, I should say, consecutive years without a playoff win? Why not now? It's a fair question. I think the only reason, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, that you don't move on from Tomlin is because finding someone of his caliber and quality is hard now. Patriots are going to move on from Bill? Yeah, but you're not going to fire Mike and bring in Bill. No, no. What am I saying is Bill Belichick's the greatest head coach of all time. They're going to move on from yeah, him. Yeah, but but Mike Tomlin's 20 years younger than, okay. than, than Bill. So I, I think if you, if you mutually agree to part with Mike Tomlin, finding that next like star that's going to be your head coach for a decade plus is not easy. And I don't think they want to change their M.O. I don't think they want to... Ch- go through, you know, what teams like the Jets have gone through, or even the Giants, to be honest with you. But they're doing it after 17 years, Tiki. It's not like Mike Tomlin's been there for three years. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, they don't know whoever they bring in. And they could be fine, but they don't know whoever they bring in is going to be as good or as consistent and sustainable. And the last thing the Steelers want to do is have to fire a coach after three years or two years or three years and then do it again, fire a coach after two years. I just can't find the right guy. They have the guy. I think the issue in Pittsburgh has been the talent at the quarterback position. Right? They relied on Big Ben for so long. Mm-hmm. And even when he wasn't perfect, at least he was Big Ben. Like He could find a way to like make it okay. They, they've missed. They've missed bad yeah. with quarterback. But don't you think, like, you're right about what you're saying in terms of why things have gone bad, but don't you think when most really good head coaches either get fired or they mutually agree to break up or they decide to leave, don't you think it's always the same reason, and that's quarterback play? Whether it's Sean Payton saying, I'm done in New Orleans, or Bill Belichick about to be done in New England, like, it always goes the same way. It's a fair excuse. I'm not yeah. even disagreeing with that, but the point is there's a breakup. Breakups are bound to happen, and I guess what I'm sick and tired of hearing about is the reaction being, well, they don't get rid of head coaches, so they won't now. Mm-hmm. All streaks end. Yeah, but why But why would they change? Because they haven't won a playoff game in seven years. I know, but they're consistently good. Stadium's packed. Yeah, the fan base is getting frustrated, but from a business standpoint, it's fine. From a winning standpoint, it's it's to me, it feels like they're just waiting on a quarterback. Right, they're just waiting on that next guy. Now they're not always in position to draft high. Actually, they're never in a position to draft high because they haven't had a losing season. I can't remember the last one that they had. And so, when you draft, you take a later round, first round guy like Kenny Pickett, who kind of just was sentimental more than anything. Right, he Mm. felt good. He's from Pitt. Right, he's a gamer. Right, he'll figure it out over time. Guess what? He's probably not the answer. And so, I think I think it's easier for the Steelers. I don't know why we're having a Steelers conversation, but because I want it, Mike Tomlin right? to coach the New York but, Jets, but I think and in order to get him to the Jets, we have to somehow convince that family to finally remove a head true. coach. But That's I think it's why. I think it's easier for the Steelers to go find a better quarterback than it is to go find a better coach. That makes sense. That to me easier that, to find a better quarterback. Than, yes, I agree with that. Than it is to find a better. No, no, and coach. that's by the way, that's why I was always willing to trade a top pick 
for a head coach like Mike Tomlin because I think finding that really good head coach is more hard. difficult. It's hard. It's very, very hard. And one thing this franchise, this Jet franchise I'm talking about, has not had many of is really good head coaches. And when they've had success, they're fleeting. Like Rex Ryan, who Joe wants to bring back, and I would not bring back Rex Ryan. I love Rex, and I'll argue with anybody in terms of his tenure here, and I'll defend him. But I also believe going back is a mistake. It's like sleeping with an ex. It's not good. Mm -hmm. Like, in theory, it sounds like a good idea, and then it's a disaster. So I don't like the idea of going back. I do not endorse that in any way. But Rex Ryan's tenure here had fleeting success. It lasted two years, and then it was gone. Bill Parcells was barely here. Yeah. Like, I'd say he did a good job here, but then he quit. He couldn't wait to move on. So this is a franchise that has not had good coaching on any kind of consistent basis, which is why if a good one became available, I would move heaven and earth to make that happen. And I believe that Aaron Rodgers knows what a good coach is, and I believe that while he endorsed Robert Sala today, and I think he thinks that, I think I also would know that if Mike Tomlin became a realistic option, Mm -hmm. he would jump all over it. He would jump all over it because he's not an idiot. Mike in Westport, Connecticut. Hey, Mike. How you doing, guys? Good. What's up? So, can we stop talking about Aaron Rodgers for one day? (laughs) Yeah, probably probably in two days. He's not that good. Well, hold on a second. Not that good. Hold on a second. Yeah, you've got to respect the guy. Let's start with... Stop talking about him, sure. Once Yamamoto signs, I'm sure we will. (laughs) Once the Giants go on this miraculous playoff run, I'm sure we will. And we did when Tommy DeVito burst onto the scene. So we addressed that first point. Now let's get to the second point. Let's get to your second point because you said something dumb and I want to call you out on it. You said Aaron Rodgers stinks. Is that what you said? I didn't say he's he's not that good. Oh, he's not that good. I apologize. Okay. Ten, Ten playoff appearances booted. The man can't close the deal. This is Jim Kelly. Are you? Would you be happy if the Jets yes. went to four Super Bowls yes. and lost all yes. four of them? Yes. Dumb question. Yes. Because at least you're there. Wow. At least you have a chance. Dude, no. this, this, no. you know what? I don't, I don't want to talk to you anymore, Mike, because you, you don't understand. That's the bottom line. You don't get it. I mean, you're sitting here on Sports Talk Radio bashing a guy for losing in championship games or bashing a guy losing in Super Bowls. This franchise you're talking about hasn't been in the playoffs in 13 years. So you're going to somebody who hasn't had a drink in 15 years. I'm I'm parched. I need a bottle of water. And you're like, oh, I just drank 10 gallons of water. But you know what? Little lemony. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Would I take four Super Bowls in a row? What kind of question is that? Yes. I'm going to have to call you to the carpet here, my friend. I wouldn't want to go to four straight Super Bowls? No, because you do this a lot with the Knicks. You do it with the Mets. You do it with other teams. You always say, Loogie, you want to be better than you were the year before, right? The Knicks, they got to win more than one round. You're going to go to four straight Super Bowls and lose? You'd be bitching and moaning about it. you got (laughs) to win one if you go to four in a row. I'd be bitching and moaning about it, but it's a lot better than this. I agree. That's the point. This team hasn't been in the playoffs in 13 years. Yeah, they're bitching and moaning regardless. At least you want to bitch and moan about something that's like... You want to bitch and moan like the rich people. But that doesn't mean you shine But once you start going to the Super Bowls, you'll expect to win them. You won't be in the mindset you're in I agree, but think about it. This is a franchise that hasn't even given you a playoff weekend in 13 years. You're not firing. You're not. You're not screaming to fire your coach if you're losing Super Bowl. Maybe after the third one. No, no chance. (laughs) Marv Levy was never on the hot seat. Ah, Different era back. Eagles dumped Andy Reid after a Super Bowl multiple NFC Championship losses. Yeah, it's true. Plus, this is New York. Eventually, that, that was Philly. I just think the idea of Aaron Rodgers is not that good is almost a why bother is a really dumb point when what's the alternative? The alternative is what? 
to draft a guy, and we sit here for two and a half years debating every throw he makes, praying he becomes good to decent to great? Like, the best option this franchise has right now is banking on Aaron Rodgers for three years. That's their best option. Hold on, though. You don't think that's their best option? So, to a degree, yes, but let's not also pretend like we're not going to be praying at 40 and 41 that Rodgers survives every game behind the O-line that you hope that improves and is still good. Like, he's going to be another year removed from football. Sean. And I'm just going to say this from a Giant fan point of view. One major gripe we had for a long time from Jerry Reese to Dave Gettleman that was a big split in the fan base was it felt like the organization waited forever to say goodbye to Eli Manning, and he was younger than Aaron Yeah, but Rogers you're comparing it to a guy who's been here hasn't played yet for this team. He's played four snaps. I understand that. It's a terrible that. comparison. But I'll ask you this question, and this is the question for everybody listening. What gives the Jets over the next three years the better chance to win? Drafting a quarterback with a top pick and hoping you hit it out of the park or relying on Aaron Rodgers to be healthy and productive. We're going to rise again. Drafting a quarterback, the right quarterback. Dead wrong. No, no, no. It's the not dead odds wrong. of hitting on a quarterback, which we've seen not just from the Jets, but around the NFL, are very, very low. I'm banking that a what? Hall of Fame quarterback plays on that level into his 40s. I think that's a better what, bet what than drafting a kid. But it's just, I, think, I think what Sean is getting at is that the odds of that happening, we they're not calculable because we don't know. Right. Like, there's there's one example of it. Mm-hmm. Just one. There's not a bunch. Because most guys don't even try. So, the fact that Aaron wants to try, it's commendable. The fact that he wants to play for another three or so years, that's also, it's exciting. But until he does it, how do we even, we, we can't know. Like, we can't assume that it's going to be the I'm case. I'm not assuming it. I'm saying it's a better bet than drafting somebody seventh oh, overall and great. winning in three years. Dude, betting on something that only one guy is able to do. And we've seen quarterbacks get old. Take and a kid, out. Take any kid in this draft. Who do you want to pick? Anybody in the top ten The only one I like is Drake May. All right, Drake. But, well, they're not, you know what? Don't include uh, the other one, Jaden Daniels. Let's include Jaden Daniels. Daniels. All right? He's Jets little. draft him. Okay, you don't love him. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Jets draft him. Do you think he has a better chance to win in the next three years with this franchise versus banking winning, on Aaron Rodgers winning, winning a Super Bowl. Winning a championship, going as far as you possibly can, yes. Three years. Who gives you a better shot? It's Well, the way it's currently constructed, it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. No, rest play, my case. No, you. I'm not. Here's resting your case because you wanted to play your fake game with your 40% yesterday with the playoffs. You're trying to manipulate this conversation. Who gives you a better chance to win a Super Bowl over the next three years? C.J. Stroud or Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, but you picked one that hit. I'm saying the but, odds of hitting are very low. In fact, the Jets have never hit on Evan. one. The Jets have never hit so, on one. How many quarterbacks the way, they, have they Get taken? rid of the GM then. Well, they've because had different teams, GMs. Like it or not, teams do hit on quarterbacks. In fact, there's a league full of quarterbacks that ended up being pretty good starters. And there that, are more than not that don't hit. There are more than not that fail. That's a terrible mentality. No, and more not than man. not, quarterbacks that get over 40 years old fall flat on their face and get old and fail. How many guys the have only tried? one that did was Brady. What do you how many mind? guys have really tried, though? And how many guys they are talented? They all try and they get old and retire. No, when a lot of guys retire did before they're 40. Did try? Is he Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my. Well, he's got more Super Bowls than him. Okay. That, you got that over him, and he beat him head-to-head in the playoffs. Bro, okay, Rivers great. tried. Eli tried. Breeze. Breeze tried. Roethlisberger Hayden. tried. At some point, they all physically cannot do it. That point is going to come with Aaron Rodgers. By the way, it may come as early as next season to say that you have a greater chance. I do. In the next three years of a 41-42, you yes. are out of your redheaded no. mind, bro. Yeah, last time you said that to me it was when you said the Giants had no chance to win another game. So every time I'm out of my redheaded 
in mind, I'm calmly right. right and you're screaming and wrong. And I don't know why you're yelling at me. Yeah. I think oh, it's, it's pretty obvious. Infuriating. What, this, to what? just say more, more quarterbacks feel like, no, okay. No. no, no. All I'm saying is I have a better chance and the Jets have a better chance at winning in the next three years with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback versus drafting an unknown, mm. developing an unknown with either this coaching staff or a different coaching staff. Like You have to include who and what the Jets are. You have to include that. And what I'm telling you is I have a better chance to see my team win by banking on the 40-year-old defying odds as compared to actually getting it right on a young quarterback, developing them, and having them succeed. And And honestly... It's not even close. Aaron oh. Rodgers wants you to believe that. Oh my! Well, I God. do believe that. He's been there brainwashed, Tiki. Of course he is. It's, it's like this is what I this is what I started with at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Right? He has everyone believing that this is just going to happen because he says you know it's what? Going the night is darkest before and the we dawn. No, you know what? Thank do you, me Thomas fa- Fuller. I want you to do me a favor. One of you two guys. It can't yes. be me. Okay. I want you to put a poll out on Twitter. And it could be you, Tiki. You're Mr. Giant. Or it could be Sean, who's a Jet hater. Tiki don't even know his Twitter password. Right? Exactly. Right? We'll, we'll set it up. I want you to put the poll out. We'll do it from the show account. Who gives... That's fair. Who gives the Jets the best chance to win over the next three years? Aaron Rodgers or drafting someone and hoping you can develop them over the next three years? I didn't say 10 years because obviously you have more of a runway with the kid you draft, which I acknowledge. But I'm talking about three years, a three-year window in the NFL, because that's the same period of time where Garrett Wilson is still here, where Sauce Gardner is still here, mm-hmm. where Quinton Williams is still here. And that's why that number matters. And I got to be honest, if we're all being honest, it's going to be like 90-10 Aaron Rodgers. Because you're all brainwashed. How... You're all brainwashed. No, you Dude, have and... your... Well, that's why you have to put it out, so it's not It's not his... Correct. I don't want to put it out. It's not his... But what he followers. just said that was politicking, because now the audience is going to hear that, and they're going to say, you know what, Evan's right, 90%. You but, shouldn't have said that. But that's Evan not right. also said something else there that got quickly glossed over. Yeah. You brought up, I know this organization, and I know this team, and that's why you can't believe in them drafting quarterback. Yeah. Do you not know Aaron Rodgers at this point? Like, say what you want. He's won the MVPs and he's had a Hall of Fame career. The trajectory post-Super Bowl and win those couple of MVPs, you know, the track record says he's not going to get it done in the next three years. And and he's only going to continue to fall off a cliff. So how could you put the Jets in one corner and not put Rodgers right up there with because it? Because the Jet corner doesn't have a track record of making championship games that you guys like to belittle. The Jet Corner has what on its resume? I asked Tiki about an hour ago. We'll play the game again. What's Robert Sala accomplished as a head coach, Tiki? Not a lot. What has Joe Douglas accomplished as a general manager? He's drafted a really good defense. And lost a lot of games. So if we're comparing those guys versus Aaron Rodgers, it's easy who you trust. I trust Aaron Rodgers. And I know what's going on with you, Sean. I understand. I understand what's going on. Okay, what's going on with me? You're sick of Aaron Rodgers. No, no, actually, I'm not sick of him. You're sick of Aaron Rodgers, and you're sick of the hope that he gives us. You don't like that. You don't like when the Jet fan has any kind of hope and any kind of excitement. You like when Beningo's down. You like when I'm down. You like when Jet fans are in the role that you love, which is angry little people. When there's any kind of hope... You want to flick that out. No. So that's why you say, no, get rid of Aaron Rodgers, draft a kid, bank on a young guy that you won't develop. Because you know as well as I do, the Jets will F up whoever they draft. No. It's what they've been doing for decades, for de- <laughs> for my entire Evan. life. Whether it's Browning Nagel, whether it's Geno Smith, whether it's Sam Darnold. Mark Sanchez. N- name the guy. Oh. Mark got the two title games. Yeah. I don't include him. But you lost. Think about that. 
And that's what you know. Evan. So you want to flick out any sense of hope by saying, draft some loser so you guys can pray to the altar of a kid, call him Broadway bleep, and then bleep all over him when things go badly. You know as well as I do that Aaron Rodgers, flawed and all, and he's flawed. Gives the Jets their best chance no. to win. I per- close. No, Evan, I prefer Gruyere over Cheese Whiz because it's real cheese. And if I get food poisoning from it, so be it. I would rather you have real hope than fake hope and then get food poisoned as a result. I'd rather you make 17 championship games knowing it's a lot of fun because you've opened up a real window than you guys sit here and win seven games with Aaron Rodgers next year and cry. And it's, I'm tired of the same endless cycle. Can we get something refreshing with the Jets here? It's an embarrassment. <laughs> we are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Hey, hey, Evan, real quick. It's Lugie, by the way, here. I'll calmly ask you this because uh, we want to tie a bow on it. Yesterday you said the Giants had a 40% chance of making the playoffs. If they run the table. Sure, sure. Get with, the facts straight. With uh, C- uh, Hold on. With Seattle winning last night, what's the new number, Sparky? <laughs> I got to run that Did number. Did you put in your little dopey computer there and then you know let what? us know? When we come back, I will tell you the brand-new playoff odds that the Giants have if they run the table. They're not good. <laughs> they went down greatly? They definitely did. <laughs> they had to have with Seattle. I'll give you the numbers, and look, I don't know if you're going to agree with me, Tiki. We haven't talked about this. We need to pay homage to an owner in this town that showed balls, an owner in this town that I respect, an owner in this town that stood up for what was right. Evan and Tiki on the fan. A couple of things. First of all, Seattle's win last night has changed the Giants' playoff odds. I mentioned yesterday that if the Giants run the table, Tiki, and beat the Eagles twice and beat the Rams, they'd have a 41% chance to make the playoffs? Yes. Well, I brought that up. You guys got very bothered with me for some reason. I still haven't figured that one out. (laughs) But now that Seattle won, if the Giants run the table, their odds of making the playoffs have gone down to 31%. Oh. So That 10% makes the biggest difference in the world. It does. Yeah, so you're still alive, but obviously what happened last night, even though in the moment you probably enjoyed it, because who doesn't love to see the city of Philadelphia cry? Who doesn't love to see Eagle fans fight with other Eagle fans? Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love Jalen Hurts after a game saying, basically, we're not trying hard enough? That's, I think, what he said. <laughs> I, I, the well, commitment line. The commitment, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And what does that mean, Jalen? I'm sorry I don't have a dictionary with me. I thought that was great. We all love that, but it actually hurt the Giant playoff uh, chances. Uh, just real quickly, I think it helped the Giants playoff chances. Not it, in the context no, of what I, I think just it hurt. I think it doubly hurt the Giants playoff chances. One, because it makes the Eagles much more desperate now. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to win. And... The, the fact that the Seahawks winning dropped our chances so down to 31%. That part is literal. His 40% yesterday, the reason it was unrealistic was that's if the Giants won out and the Giants winning out was completely unrealistic. I got you. You feel better about winning out because yeah. of the issues with Philadelphia. And unlike Fair the enough. Joe Evan yeah. when I'd rather catch a team debate, not for nothing, I've seen the Eagles now forget being desperate. They were supposed to be desperate last night. They've struggled too many weeks in a row for me to discount that the Giants can't beat them now. I got you. Last night I was sitting down watching that game. I watched the Nets. I watched the Knicks. And I read a story from page six that I'd like to share with the audience. If you haven't heard it yet, maybe you have. And it caused me great pride. It really made me happy to know that one time I met James Dolan. Because I'm not a big fan of James Dolan. I think he's done a lot of bad things as owner of the Knicks and Rangers. But what he did the other day, I have pure admiration for. And here's what it is. Sources exclusively told Page Six that Emily Ratajkowski is no longer allowed to be on Celebrity Row at Mm. Madison Square Garden Mm. because she requested Ranger tickets at MSG and did not get the coveted comp seats that these celebrities get. 
MSG wrote her back and said, you're still welcome to come to MSG as long as she buys her tickets like any paying customer. Sources previously told Page Six that the fetching Fairweather fan, because it was Emily and her friend Arena Shake, who I think has been linked to Tom Brady. Yes. They left their courtside seats with minutes to go when the Knicks made that great comeback against Miami back in November. That was actually a tournament game, if you remember. They were down 21. They came back. They beat the Heat 100-98. Well, apparently, them leaving early has caused some friction from Madison Square Garden. Mm, As it should. An MSG spokesperson told us on Monday, page 6, when we reached out to ask about Ratajkowski's alleged recent Ranger ticket request. Ratajkowski. What did I say? You didn't say it right. Ratajkowski. Emily was not offered comp tickets for the Rangers. After leaving the Knicks game early, but she was offered and is welcome to buy great seats anytime. So apparently, the way these comp celebrity seats go. By the way, she should be paying for seats, right? Well, but the, here's the rules around this because I've heard this uh, from good sources, as in <laughs> celebrities. Yes. Celebrities get to request to go to a game. And the deal for the free tickets is that they're shown on the Jumbotron as being on Celebrity Row. And right. that's a part of the deal. So this has been going on for a very long time, and that's when you see celebrities spotted up on Celebrity Row at Madison Square Garden. They got themselves some free tickets. Now, they were shown that night, and they were laughing, and they were waving, and they were having a good time. Giggling. But apparently, Mr. James Dolan was not pleased with this. He was not pleased with them leaving early, was not pleased with the giggling, was not pleased that it's possible they weren't even rooting for the Knicks on this particular night. They were rooting for the Miami Heat. So what Mr. Dolan did that I respect is he said, I don't care how attractive you are. (laughs) I don't care. When you sit courtside, you watch the bleeping game. Because if you're not going to do it, I got plenty of other celebrities like Jerry Ferrara who's going to live and die by every single play that happens. So I think what James Dolan did was great. And I admire him for standing up, for caring about a game, and caring about your team. We're not just going to give free tickets to anybody. I'm just curious what he thought was going to happen or whoever is in charge of that. What they thought was going to happen with Emily Ratajkowski. What they thought? Yes. Like the girls? No, who, whoever, either because it's not Dolan doling out the tickets for courtside seats. It's somebody. Like, what did they think? Oh, I uh, think no, no. Hold on, this will this will be a pretty shot. No, right? she's been going to a lot of games. Yeah, she goes to a ton of games. So she's been doing this for a while. But I think what probably happened. I'm going to tell you. I have no sources here. I'm speculating because I, I met James once. We have a nice relationship. Hmm. I bet you Dolan was at that game, and Dolan saw her leave early. And went to his assistant and said, who the hell is that? And the assistant was probably, oh, that's Emily Ratajkowski. Ratajkowski. And that's uh, Arena Shake. Mm. And he's like, did they just leave this game early? (laughs) So he noted it. Then, of course, the Knicks made the great comeback. And he was like, ban them. Ban them. So I do believe this came from James. And I respect the hell out of it. Right. I don't too. If I give my tickets and I've got season Is tickets for the fan? Knicks, the Nets, the Mets, if I gave my tickets out and found out you left early, you're yeah. dead to me. So why did she leave then? She's a New Yorker. I'll, I'll leave it at like, She goes to a lot of games. Okay. So. But it's, why did she leave early? Maybe she went to the bathroom. We don't know. She actually left the building. No, no, she left oh, the she building. She did legit. She yeah. paid her dues. She waved on the Jumbotron. The game was out of hand. And she went out to whatever club or dinner she wanted to I think that's probably it. The right. game was out of hand. Maybe she didn't care as much. She didn't have any but faith she's in courtside. Here's the issue, though. But this is the problem, Tiki. And this is probably an MSG problem. Do these people have no shame? 
you know, I, we all have ticket connections or whatever, but like, you ask once a year. You, you're, you're emailing every week if you're Emily Ratajkowski when you got more money than than the Lord right. himself. Right. I mean, what are we talking about? I don't about? think it matters how much money you have. Well, if they're going to give you just, thousands well, of dollars worth of seats for free, you're probably going to take it. It's just you don't have access. Right. Yeah, right. But, oh, we all have access. We all have the, no, the, no, the no. ticket you, apps. I'm talking about to the to the courtside seats. You you don't you can't get access to the courtside I seats with a, with a ticket app. But or, wouldn't you feel some sort of shame after the fifth time you ask for a year? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you have any shame Not when you're really. Emily Ratajkowski. No. And MSG wants that. They want celebrities there. It's part of the charm They do, of but they don't want you leaving early. And I love no. it. I think no. James Dolan showed he's the boss around there. Mm. And he showed if you want to come into Madison Square Garden like and you want to pretend to be a Nick fan, like a you boss. better pretend for 48 minutes. Like a boss. As a celebrity yourself, Tiki, because I would not be surprised if you called up the garden and said, I'm Tiki Barber. I mean, they give tickets to Justin Talk. I would they never give ticket. do that. What do you mean you wouldn't do it? I would never, I would never call up the garden and say, can I have tickets? Courtside tickets? The hey, it's Tiki Barber. No. If I wanted tickets, I'd, just, I'd ask a friend. Yeah, but courtside, first row? If I wanted tickets, I'd ask a friend. So, Tiki, you're not going to ask for Nick's net so we can go together? Yeah, we can go. No, no, courtside. I'm not, I'm not asking to sit courtside. Celebrity row. My vision is they're going to put you on the screen like here's Tiki Barber, and then I would lean over with my net jersey <laughs> and hold up a big sign that says Nick suck or something. I don't need to get booed. <laughs> no, I don't. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you agree with Dolan's decision to ban them? 100%. Yeah, we go. Come on. No, Those hold on, tickets sorry. are valuable, man. Yeah. Some some businessman who makes a billion dollars would kill to sit in those seats. Seriously. That and, wasn't and my would, thought, but okay. And, and would pay for those seats. And you're going to stick a celebrity who doesn't want to stay well, for no, the whole no. game? I'm okay with the celebrities going there. That's kind of the Nick thing. They haven't won in a long time, so they get to brag they have a lot of celebrities. And I'm cool with that. That's their gimmick. I'm fine with that. But you at least have to pretend to care. Mm -hmm. And you can't leave a game early. And I think James Dolan is setting the rules. You want to be a celebrity? You want to show up? 48 minutes. And if you leave early, you're dead. And let this be a warning. If I ever give my tickets away on Twitter again, like I used to with the Mets, the Nets, and the, the, the Knicks. Can I have your tickets? You, if you leave early, you're dead. I'm not going to leave early. Okay. Which game do you want? I don't know. Knicks or Nets? I don't know. I oh, don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> he he doesn't doesn't care. Care. He I was just asking if you wanted, if you would uh, give me your tickets. Your knees will hurt walking up so high. <laughs> you you can't you can't ban Emily Ratajkowski Why? by the way you, because you just can't. Why? Because she's hot. Because she's hot. Exactly. That's and it's the same on. celebrities at every single game. How many times do I need to see somebody that acted in The Sopranos on the big screen up there? You know what? This is coming from a Nick fan. I want them to lift the ban from Emily. Keep Oakley on the ban list over Emily. So I if, want Emily Ratajkowski in that Emily... building. I, th I think. I think the celebrities would get more cheers if they sat amongst the people. No, stop it. Yeah, but they're celebrities. They don't want to sit with us uh, Why schmoes. Because they don't. You imagine Emily Ratajkowski sitting around me and Sean Marash. That would be a big-time problem on Why? a lot of levels. Because he'd spill mustard on her. And I'd ask for her <laughs> phone number. It would be a bad scene for her. She wants to sit with her with her people, and I get that. Let's not pretend the Knicks are star for beautiful actresses with great front courts to be begging for the <laughs> so, so a hot girl left early. That's what hot girls do. You ever go to a bar? By 4 a.m., it's all ugly girls. All the hot girls leave early. That's what hot girls do. Let her go back to the garden. Good job, Mr. Dolan. I saw it, and I respect that. I think that's one of the best moves you've made. Good job. Now, unban Marv Albert and unban Charles Oakley, and we'll be best of friends. <laughs> Toll-free number, 877-337-6666. Jody is in Warren, New Jersey. What's up, Jody? Hey, Evan. You know, I'm a big Jet fan. I'm 65. I've been a Jet fan and a Met fan since 1967. You're so lucky. And what, 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 yeah, exactly. What they don't understand is, uh, what guys like Tiki and Sean Dunn, if, we, if, we, if Joe Namath said tomorrow, 
hey, guys, I think I might give it a go. We'd be like, we'd have hope. You know? <laughs> we give it a shot. That's what we live for. Uh, right. And I the, love that. The thing I'm trying to understand is Tiki, I know he, he keeps saying, you know, Hackett, good friend, good friend, good friend, great. I love Nate Hackett. Great bread with him, drink some wine. Is he a good coach, though? He has been. He is a good coach. How can you say he's not a good coach? He's been a good coach when he was in Jacksonville. He's a good coach when he was in Green Bay. All of a sudden, he's not a good coach because their offensive line stinks and the quarterback situation has been horrendous, right? I think that's what that's that's where we get lost here. This is where people lose me. And by the way, happy 44th birthday to my good friend, Nate Hackett. Love you, brother. Today's his birthday? 44th birthday, wow. December 19th, 1979. Same birthday as Big Mac. <laughs> Today's Big Mac's birthday? It's 40th. Is it? Wow. Same, same birthday as my good friend, Fran Bowler. Wow. A lot of people. You know who else's birthday is today? Who? Shalakata's wife. Is it really? Wow. By the, the way, hell is I, up with December 19th? I have to say this about Shalakata's wife's birthday. The only reason I know this, and this is this made me laugh so hard. Mm. <laughs> Brandon Tierney says, not Sal, Brandon says, by the way, want to wish Sal's wife a happy birthday. <laughs> and, Sal, and Sal's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot about it. So, that. BT, I give him credit for knowing it. I guess because his wife's birthday was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But nevertheless, it's like Sal found out on the radio that's, today. That's, it's that's, his wife's birthday. That's Courtesy awesome. of Brandon Tierney. That is Anyhow, awesome. go ahead. Nate, so, Nate Hackett. I think it's, it's, it's a complicated situation with Nate and this Jets team and the fans, more importantly. Because Aaron said it. In this, in in the in the Pat McAfee thing today, about this offense that Nate has put together, it's so predicated on being able to to get it right at the line of scrimmage. It's one of the things when you talk to, and I do this every weekend when we go have these conversations with these quarterbacks for different teams, whether they're young or more veteran like Baker. It's different because you know Baker can get you the right play, right? He's not gonna he's not gonna get messed up by some confusing look that he gets. Young players they get messed up. They don't know how to get in the right play, and they end up screwing it up, right? Nate's system is so predicated on that that it it it's perfect for Aaron Rodgers because I went through this last week, right? There's 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 plays called cans. What's a can? A can is like you can do something else, right? If you hear can can, you hear it all the time. It's because they're changing a play at the line of scrimmage to one that they already called. But there's a third option there: play that you called, the can play, or something completely different. And that takes a lot of machinations, right? You got to get the line right. You got to get the protection right. You got to inform the wide receivers with 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 uh, you know hand signals or or, or, or audio calls. You got to tell the running back. Then you got to get up. You got to do this all in 25 seconds and snap the ball before getting a delay a game penalty. Aaron Rodgers can do that easily. Zach Wilson can't, right? Tim Boyle has no clue. I'm sure. Maybe maybe he actually does have a little bit more of a clue because he was in Green Bay. Uh, Trevor Simeon, he can't. And then you have the offensive line that can't block for more than a second. It's it's impossible to judge the job that Nate Hackett has done other than looking at the failures of the team well, offensively and say, well, that's Nate's fault. Well, and also, and I think you'll agree with part of this, the other part you're not going to agree with. But I look at Nate Hackett, and this is kind of a defense of him, as here for Aaron Rodgers. 100%. Now, they didn't hire him maybe at the moment because the timing doesn't work out. Where they hired him, they hadn't right. acquired Aaron yet, but I view him that way. Well, if 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 the job was, all right, here's the job description of the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets in 2023. Mm-hmm. If the job was develop a 23-year-old, uh, you know, potential bus quarterback into somebody good, Nate's not the guy for the Exactly. Job. That's why I don't want to judge him right. on, well, what did you get out of Zach Wilson? He wasn't here for that. No. He was here for Aaron Rodgers. So here's what I would tell you. 
next year, because clearly Nate Hackett's going to be here, whether Mike Tomlin's the coach or Robert Sala's <laughs> the coach. I believe in Nate Hackett. He loves Nate Hackett. If this offense fails next year, then, yeah, I think me and others will come out critical on Aaron Rodgers. We'll right. come out critical on the line, but we'll certainly come out critical for Nate Hackett. Right. But Nate Hackett is here, whether Aaron Rodgers is offended by this or not, but he's here for Aaron Rodgers, which is why a lot of people still think to this day, including Anthony Gallo back out in that newsroom, who's a big Bronco fan, that the only reason the Broncos hired Nate Hackett to be the head coach was because they thought it was going to come with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I I don't even know if – I think it might have been the other way around. The yeah. other way around. Right. I think they knew they were getting Aaron Rodgers, and they wanted his oh. – Right. So well, I, I, I didn't know. get him. All right. That's true. <laughs> So, I mean, who knows? It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. They're back together. They have respect and appreciation for one another. They're great friends, as, as Aaron has mentioned many times. I'm good friends with him, so maybe I'm biased here. But I also am fair when I evaluate what's gone wrong with this Jet offense. It's not just the play calling. And I've heard that so many times. It's so lazy and stupid, it drives me insane. I understand. Look at you. Look at you all worked up. No, it's not worked up. It's just watch, watch it. Did you get it, him anything? Even, Be honest with me. No, not yet. Not yet. His birthday's today. I haven't seen. Oh, for his birthday? No, no. What do you think I meant? Get him something for what? Christmas? Yes. No, forget (laughs) Christmas. It's his birthday. Dudes don't get dudes' birthday presents. But they get them Christmas presents? They get them beverages. I didn't get you a Christmas present. Am I supposed to get you a Christmas present? No. Oh, okay. But on my birthday, we're going to go get some drinks. Yeah, no, for your birthday, I was going to get you something. Going to give Loogie a Christmas present, though, I'm assuming. No, forget that. You wouldn't get Evan a Christmas gift, but you're going to get Nate Hackett a Christmas gift? Even if it's a beverage? What are you talking yeah, what about? What are you talking about? That's just, what you said. Not for the birthday. You said for Christmas, but it'd be a beverage. Yeah, he's got he's got a family. He's got kids. You know. So what are you? What are you buying him a case of beer? <laughs> I, no. You I and Nate exchange on Christmas? No, I'm not going to see Nate on Christmas. I'm going to be in Tennessee. When's your Forget birthday, by the way? April seventh. April seventh. Can you yeah. write that down? April seventh. April seventh. Tiki. Oh, you know what? I it's got it. Brain. I'll never forget it. You know how I'll never forget it. My wife's Why? birthday is two days later, is April it? 9th. So April oh. 7th is Tiki. April 9th is my wife. I kill you is April 6th. I oh. don't care about I kill you. By the no way, offense. forget I kill you now. Now you're yelling at me and Lugie to write that down. You write down what color the booger is you picked out of your nose yesterday on a spreadsheet. <laughs> you can't write it down? I've always struggled to write birthdays down. I'll start writing it down. More of your calls coming up. Plus, the NFL may do something next year in 2024 that I am confident will universally piss every single person off. I was wrong. Ike is April 5th. <laughs> I Come on. was close. Get that right. What kind of friend are you? <laughs> we'll tell you what that is coming up. Plus, more of your calls. Aaron Rodgers is committed for the next two to three years. Let's go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.